<laughs> well, I didn't eat it all. Jody gave you half of it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Even delivered it. Yeah, she did. And gave me dinner, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty bad, or good, I guess, for you. So, anyway, we're going to talk about dogs tonight, <clears throat> um, as normal. But we're going to talk about attitudes with dog training. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and we showed it the other day. I don't, I mean, you see me once in a while get cranky with a chick or something. Yeah. But not bad. Not like hers. She, hers lasts for days. Mine lasts for like 10 <laughs> seconds and I'm over it. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> Mariah remembers who signs a paycheck around here. Mariah's uh, on the far side of the table right now <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there, there is, it is so many times as people's aggravation lack of confidence uh, gets them in trouble. I mean, people are tired when they go to try to train on their dog. doesn't matter what they're doing. They get aggravated easier if they're really tired or if they've had a... Me, I, a lot of times if I've got a stressful day, I could go to my dog kennel and I'm cool. I'm back in my comfortable, have fun spot. But a lot of people are just the opposite. They come home from work tired and pissy and their dog jumps on them and they get dirty and or else they come in the house and dogs ate the couch or the chair or tore up their shoes or hats and stuff and people get mad. And a lot of times, even with that, I think that the dog wasn't stable enough in life to have those privileges to be loose all day. So what do you do with Chevy all day? She's by herself. In the house? Mm -hmm. What does she do when she goes to the bathroom? Does she use the toilet or? <laughs> <laughs> um. It's only like seven hours. Oh, so she just waits for y'all. Yeah. Cause I, now, does she do backflips when you come in and cartwheels and jump all over you? No. She just wants to go outside, so I don't even take a leash, and we just go straight outside. Good. And then for me, that's Sometimes fine. Sometimes I come home at lunch because I work 10 minutes from the office. So, but you just go home and let her out. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And she don't jump all over you and bark at you. And... No, she's just excited to see me. Huh? She might go in a circle. Me, but That's she doesn't, not so bad. She doesn't as, jump on me. Yeah. Because it's hard on these dogs when you go home from work and you want to love and hug and pet and talk to them and tell them how rough a day you had. And, yeah, especially and, if you had a bad day at work. Yeah, and if they're jumping all over you. I mean, a lot of times that's people's biggest problems. And I tell people this a lot, and people, I mean, not literally, but almost literally, they might have to hear this again, but there's so many people that needs that dog to listen to them and let them love on them and pet on them and tell them how rough a day they had. A lot more so than the dog needs to hear it. Yeah, the first two times that I took that I went into work, she just wanted to be right next to me the rest of the night. Yeah. Because she hadn't been... Hadn't I'd worked from home for two years. And it just made it rough on a lot of people. And dogs too, but more so on the people, I think. And I think that there's so many times when people... Misunderstand to me if a dog runs and jumps on me, it's just not trained. Or the person who owns it lets it. I mean, I got a buddy that likes his dog jump on him because he lives in Arizona and he said he don't have to bend over to pet him. So they don't ever rain down there, they don't have no mud, so he don't mind his dog jumping on him. But for me, I've never needed or liked a dog to jump on me. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't need a dog in my lap or on my couch or in my bed or even in my house. but. For me, it's always what people want. I mean, what fits your lifestyle. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people who don't like to work. And I always have. I mean, it's not... Well, I guess it is a good habit, but it can be a, 
addictive, I guess. I mean, I work all the time. And now people say I don't even work because I just train dogs, but they don't realize how much farm work I got to do so we can train our dogs. Mowing and working on fences and kennels and barns and buildings. But <clears throat> still, at the end of the day, I think every day pretty much I work with dogs a little bit. Even if I just go through the kennels. And I think then the next week we got, what, three pre ornery dogs coming in that mm -hmm. I work with probably for a week at least. Yeah. Yeah. Until we can get them to where we can trust them more. So, Mariah, you got anything you want to add? No. How about your goat working with your dogs? My, goat, my dog doesn't know what he's doing. But he stays out of trouble, kind of. For the most part. I like those answers for the most part. Sometimes, well, kind of. Well, yesterday he bit a goat for the first time, but I growled him off. Good. He shouldn't be biting goats. I agree. People get mad at us. I don't think a dog should eat a goat or bite a goat. And I think that for me, it's the dogs, people don't even realize how much help a dog is to a farmer or rancher. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many times, like me and uh, Carrie went down there the other day to load cattle and one of the big steers probably weighed a thousand pounds and wanted to take me out. Mm -hmm. Thought he might get me once, but he had horns like that long. And if I'd have my dog out there, I'd have used him. But I'd already put him in trucks. I thought I was done with the hard part, but those dogs like that, they'll take, they'll fight for you forever, you know? I mean, but that's why I say a lot of times to teach a recall on a dog or teach a dog to set or stay or walk by your leg and not walk off. <clears throat> it's a lot easier for me because I've done it a million times. And we even talked about that today with some people who train dogs and be, it doesn't matter. They're 18, 20 years old and they've been doing it their whole life. and. It's like, geez, your whole life ain't very long, you know, you're 18, 20 years old. And, and sometimes you don't get to have the experiences that the cowboys do, you know, with the, uh, the caliber dogs that we train. Because we train dogs that will bite a cow on the nose, but they had to stop when we asked them. And, and that's hard. The easy parts to get them to do it. The hard parts train them not to do it unless you ask them to or they have to. And the obedience dogs, like we sent a couple home two or three this week and even uh lucy who wouldn't come around a bicycle mm -hmm. you've got a video of you riding a bicycle and her running along with you and it's pretty fun to see those dogs confidence change that's all it was she was scared death mm -hmm. of a bicycle she was yeah and now she'll run along yeah. and ride a bicycle with you and we had eliana riding a bike yesterday when the owners were out there and oh, they couldn't awesome. believe how nice she was and so and then we sent that little what was that little dog that you about ran in the back of my gator with today when he was walking? Biscuit. Biscuit. And she said her other little dog was cool now. Yeah, he she went home last was, week. Yeah, she took him for a walk and there's another dog being aggressive towards him. He didn't even care. Bianca's still trying to uh, <laughs> unwind. She got wound up a while ago, so she's trying to... I got wound up or yeah. someone wound me up. <laughs> She's taking deep breaths until she gets her shit together. <laughs> we, only have, we only have an hour, so I'm not sure if she's going to make it or not, but she's going to try. I, uh, but, <laughs> Brett, we got anybody watching us? Or yeah, are we just talking like to us? 13 people here. <laughs> I'll tell you who's here. They just haven't said hi yet. We've got Beata Harris, Virgil Shamlin, Rodney Corbin, Hugh Penland. Sarah Bain, Espinoza, Crystal Hart, Francine Hickson, Jessica Alvarez, Eric Steffs, uh, Carrie DeWolf. They all got Welcome, out. everybody. Lucy's mom's on here. How's Lucy doing at home? 
been home for like an uh, hour. Ray Bitterman ran off. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably headed back to the ranch. Or's in the bed. <laughs> yeah, in the bed. So Bianca, uh, and do, how many people do we have for her clinic Sunday? Four. So plus Rodney. We need a couple, three or four more people. I know. I re would really like to have like seven. So do we, we have might have to cool push the date come? out well, again. Well, they're all cool dogs. What do we have coming? Do you know? A puppy and then six months, six, six month old lab and then a four or three year old doodle. We could not do a clinic without that. That's kind of Andre. <laughs> three year old Andre doodle? Yeah. And then what else do you know? His dogs, Rodney's dogs. I thought we had one hungry dog coming. I might have to wear a muzzle or something. That's the doodle. Really? Yeah, and then... Um, your niece. I don't know what kind of dog she has. Uh, a four-legged one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a husky, I think. Oh, really? Maybe we should take her nose. She got two. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, she she's doing great. Awesome. Oh, good job. And you know, I have a lot of confidence in those two. Me too. They're yeah. They're going to do good with their dogs. Me too. They have a lot of fun with their Yeah, they do. And, they and they're both the involved. They are. Yeah. It's bad when we have two people that show up and they're standing there throwing daggers with their eyes at one another. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, I just step over to the side so one don't stick me on the way by. <laughs> but it, it is. And we have it too once in a while. I mean, we have people who are just like, they're not on the same page when they get here. And it's, normally it always ends up to be good at the end of it, but whenever we start out sometimes it's kind of awkward. Until one of them throws the other one under the bus, and then it's on. Yeah. And they just like open up and have fun. So, Mariah, what do you want to add to our subjects tonight? Since you're just hanging out waiting for dessert. That's why I have no subjects. <laughs> you should have a subject, something. So what have you learned this week? This week? A day and a half. Correct. I'm not to get in a fight with dogs. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really have a protection rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw my hands around my, 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 my. I witnessed why we don't get in a fight with dogs. <laughs> so I think, you know, for me, we talk about our trainers, and we don't talk about Mariah enough. But it is fun to see how much you've stepped up with your... At least works awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's so fun today, like that Charlie dog mm -hmm. at the park. And that's mostly you and Nancy. I don't even know. I don't even know if I work with that dog or not. Have you worked with him? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's you... Yeah, but I didn't work with Nancy. Blue as much, and Blue's just awesome. I mean, he it's like six months old, and he heals off, off <clears throat> leash on leash, and Mariah's done all that. That little white thing does, too. That little chunky one. Murphy? Oh, yeah. I was so good with his owner yesterday. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, look at that dog. Yeah. She didn't even have a leash on. He was walking right by her leg like he was supposed to be there. Yeah. It's pretty fun. But those dogs were pretty nice dogs, you know? They weren't really dog aggressive, wanting to fight dogs, I don't think. No. I think the one of them couldn't be really with dogs. Or well, yeah, no, the one was. Yeah, yeah we just didn't there. know it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's fun to see the difference with the dogs. Brett, what are you needing? I want to put this blind down. Oh, uh, Bianca, uncrank that string. There you go. Easy, though, because it'll drop like 100 mile an hour. Man, somebody like cranked that thing up like a mile away. 
But it is fun to see the difference with the training, you know, and the the different types of dogs. Like Lucy, she wasn't really easy because she was really mouthy and kind of hungry, and mm -hmm. she would just get an aggravated attitude. And, mm -hmm. But there at last, I mean, even today, she was awesome. I mean, she done so good. And then Becky, she's back here because of against her attitude. I don't know, but. For me, it's always exciting to work with any of the dogs, but I like the Andrea dogs more. And the next week ain't going to be boring because I know we got three of them coming in and none of them are ankle biters. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun. You got a couple questions here. We're ready. Okay. I'm going to let Bianca answer uh, since you're getting a better mood. First, Carissa, <laughs> what is the Sunday clinic? The Sunday clinic is potentially in Toledo, Washington, if we get a higher attendance, right? Well, I don't know. If we have five okay. people, we're going to bust a okay. uh, It's from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. for one-hour sessions, one-hour break in between. Okay. Uh, Francine said, Lucy's listening with some growls, but straight up right away. Straight up right away. Good. And that's the fun thing about her. Just keep looking at the good and just yeah. keep adding to it. Yeah. <clears throat> the clinic that we do, we're going to do a lot of recall work up there. Most dogs should, if you use e-collars, which we train with a lot, uh, if you do pretty well and your dog does pretty well, you should have recall on them mm -hmm. by the end of the day. And you should have the tools to have your dog to walk on leash in a heel position. You should have your dog to sit stage a little bit, uh, barrel work, we'll do some of that. So, I mean, and that one day, you, I think most time people are pretty amazed what they get out of their dog just because of the fact that you work an hour, you take an hour break. And to me, I called a four-week clinic in a day. Mm -hmm. I've had somebody one time that said that just wasn't doable, but I think it was because their mind wouldn't let them do it. Mm -hmm. My mind lets me do it, and I have a good time with it, but... I can't always control people's minds, so if you got that mindset, then it probably won't work for you. So, you got Hugh. Hugh says, "What what suggestions would you have to improve situational awareness habits for new owners?" I have people asking and not sure what to do. Repeat too that. broad of a question. Be more specific. Situational awareness habits for new owners. Yeah, old swapers response. So well, I think he's saying if someone has a dog, how do you help them do make better choices? Right. And start teaching. Yeah. And that's hard. I mean, <clears throat> some people need a dog to pet, and they won't go to Walmart and get one. Right. So they go buy a puppy. <clears throat> and then some people will literally go get a two- or three-year-old rescue dog and never own a dog. And it's like, where do you start, you know? And I think that is a hard thing because there's so much information on the Internet now on how to fix everything. It don't even have to be a dog problem, you know. It can be anything. Uh, it show you how to sharpen a pencil without a pencil sharpener. I don't care what it is. But there's so many people that just get the mindset to do that, you know. Like the one person who's been watching us, and they actually went and watched us work dogs without us knowing it. And now they want us to train their dog because they liked our techniques. Yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes that's what people don't do. They just bail into something without knowledge of what that person liked, whether it's a, a, a horse trainer or a horseshoer or a dog trainer or a pilot on a plane, whatever it is. 
sometimes we just bail in there and do it. And sometimes you can get really good, you can pay and get really good reviews, I think. You know, you can call eight of your Joe Bob buddies and tell them to give you a five-star rating or something, and people will buy into it. But I think sometimes you really need to go see. And for us, we use our dogs a lot in lessons, and people are like, holy shit, I'd like to have a dog like that. Mm -hmm. And yet, when those people aren't here, sometimes we gripe about our dogs being a turd, but they're a better turd than a lot of dogs are, you know. And I think that for people who go get a dog, to me, I always recommend find you a trainer if you don't know how to train your dog and get some help sooner than later. Don't wait till you've got mistakes. And it costs you three, four, five times more than it does if you go get help from the start. So hopefully if that's your question, you... That'll answer it. He said more specifically, what to look out for on a walk in the city. You know, I feel for people who walk in the city uh, with a dog. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like, holy shit. There's bad dogs everywhere. <clears throat> like And loose dogs and people yeah. who don't understand yeah. and yeah. people who let their dog drag you them to you so their dog can sniff your dog and say hi. And yeah. I'm not a fan of that. I don't. When I'm on a walk for a dog with a dog in town, I'm not letting it go sniff dogs' noses. Or probably not let people really pet it. Yeah. I mean, if it's my personal dogs or some little kid wants to pet it, I probably let them. But client dogs, I normally don't just because that's why we're there is to train a client dog and not to be rude to the little kid or the person. But I just don't want to take a chance of my dog overreacting because somebody wants to hug it or pet it. Or, or somebody's just ate a cheeseburger and they got cheeseburger slime and grease on their hands. And here my dog might try to lick them and his tooth touches and they scream or whatever. But... That is a huge problem when you go for walks in town. And me, I always tell people in the day, we practice a lot when we're in town about loose leash work and uh, rating your dog. You know, how close is my dog going to be to that dog when that dog gets to me? You know, has that dog got five foot of leash or two foot of leash? Does people really have a hold of their dog or do they not? Is their dog lunging and pulling and snarling? You know, I just take all those things into consideration and I'm going to protect my dog. I'm going to walk across the street or put my dog on the off side of me so it's not on the same side of that dog. I'll put me between me and that dog uh, just to try to help keep it out of the situation that it could be in. And maybe not. Their dog might just drag them all the time and mean nothing by it. But mm -hmm. it's just hard to get from point A to B sometimes when you're walking these dogs in town because of the traffic. You can't just cut across the street. So I think for me, I watch a dog coming and I'll try to get off side of the street and set my dog and watch the other dog, maybe video if I'm bored or something. Rodney asks, is this going to be a general training session? General? Obedience, yeah. Yeah, we're, well, we plan on starting from leash work all the way through to recall work, set, stay, yeah. down, stay, yeah. on the barrel, walking by other dogs, make your dog mm -hmm. mine. And I think a lot of times, it sounds like he lives on property, so he may not have his dog on leash as much as a lot of people, but... I don't think you can ever have too good a leash manners uh, just because if you ever take your dog on a trip with your camping or to the vet or Home Depot or whatever, you can have your dog behave. <clears throat> Brett, you got anything else? Nope, so, up. Bianca, you feeling better now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I heard a yes. <laughs> I heard a... <laughs> <laughs> You just said exactly they're everywhere, talking about the dogs walking in the city and stuff. Yeah. 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 And, you know, we we try to find dog problem dogs to take our dogs to walk around, but we don't ever have a – we don't meet them. I don't know. I think we're out in the wrong time of the day. 
think you gotta go out in the morning and evening. Carrie Sims yeah. just jumped in and asked a question. She said, "Would you uh, would you recommend a clinic for a dog who is reverting to pre-training behavior? Lurch seems to be forgetting everything that she's learned." I think that the clinic is good for the people because it's like a whole day refresher for the people. Lurch or Buddy? Yeah. Because I think Lurch hasn't forgotten things. Mommy's maybe forgotten some things. Sometimes then... Mommy might get attitude like Bianca got today. She just like <laughs> overthinks it. She's like, God, my dog's just a turd. No, it ain't. Mom's just losing it. She needs to drink some ice water. <laughs> some moonshine or something. But I think it's true what Bianca just said to agree with her is that, you know, the owners need... I don't, you know, for me, if you, like, how do you do with your dog, Chevy, now? Because you came here with a problem dog one time, right? Yeah. I don't even remember what's wrong with her, but, or you. A lot. <laughs> but isn't she just cool now? Yeah. And I think it's because of what we did, but what you did afterwards, you followed through with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've kept up with it, and that's what, people, I think, pick on dogs sometimes. Like, Lurch is cool. She is cool. I mean, yeah. I don't even know if I could pick Lurch apart. The only thing I could pick apart is her mommy or owner. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes because we wake up on the wrong side of the bed, not her, because I've only seen her in the afternoon and evening. I don't even but think that's it. I think it's just that she's forgotten a few things that she learned at the beginning of her. She's been coming here for a long time. I know, forever. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's sometimes... Like you said, is people, but they work really hard on stuff, you know. Like when she comes here with Lurch on a Saturday walks or whatever, I feel she works really hard on things. But sometimes you can't work hard on things. You just gotta take a deep breath and have some fun. And let your dog be a dog. And if they make a mistake, correct a mistake, but don't be looking for the mistake, you know. Right. If you gotta look for it to find it, then probably you shouldn't even be looking. Well, and that dog's gotten so much better because it didn't really want to go say hi to people, and now it like will walk up to you and say yeah. hi, and it's like happy to meet new people. So I'm not sure what your your issues are, but that clinic is cool, and she lives up that way, Vancouver. So Vancouver, yeah. So if you'd like to sign up for a clinic, it'd be good for you. Um, she replied and she said uh, that's probably the correct answer with the winky face <laughs> got a bunch of people commenting on here if you're ready to move on they're on alright uh, Rodney says I'll post here local with these details and give them the phone number uh, Nancy said evening everyone having trouble getting on tonight uh, from Hawaii or wherever she's at <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed that I missed the walk in the park today I hope you all had a good day we did it was fun uh is it Gail? Yeah. Gail said, I ran into a lady today that tries to give Denali treats. I used to let her, but since being with you guys, I found my power and today told her, no, he's in training. Good job, she Gail. She even said to me, oh, he can have just one, and kept calling him. I told her no, and we walked away. I've learned to stop being so nice and put my dog first. That's awesome. That's awesome. Good, Good job. job. <laughs> <coughs> People are terrible. I don't know. They are, and I don't Someone know why. Someone today said that she told the lady not to give her dog a treat, and she said no, and the lady gave her one anyway. Yeah. What if your dog had allergies? Like, deadly. What if she'd have bitch slapped her? <laughs> she could have went to jail. And she would have been said, I told you not to give her a treat. You know? 
That's what I worry about, not the allergies. So, Brett, you got anything else? Uh, yes. Valerie said so. Uh, how would you handle if an off-leash dog runs up to you on a walk and goes after your leash dog? We had that happen with a client, and now the dog is scared to death. Towers even with other handlers. The first the thing I do is the dog who got scared because the dog ran to is I would get it somewhere with some good dogs yeah. so I could go back to being yeah. a dog so yeah. it learns that life is yeah. not that way. This is why I have so many dogs we get as two, not three. Not on a leash. Right. Two, three, four, five-year-old dogs. We get them here that's been traumatized by dogs their whole yeah. life because yeah. this exact thing happened. And the people kept them away from dogs because they didn't want them to get hurt. And they knew their dog was scared. They need to get the dog back with good dogs so it can learn that dogs are not that way. And me, I don't know. You know, I, I always have to watch what I say because of lawyers are really expensive. I have a really good lawyer, but I don't like to call them and say, hey, we have a problem. But I always protect my dog. I mean, somebody here I just recently was in a lesson, and they kind of put a boot toe to somebody's dog for running up to their dog. And they've been there with their dog and spent a lot of money to get their dog fixed, and somebody's off-leash dog ran over, and they didn't know if they were going to eat it or what, but it was running at their dog really hard, and they kind of put their boot out, and their dog left and went back to the owner. But I think you got to kind of protect your dog, and, you know, it's just tough. I mean, those things are hard. Like I said, I don't want somebody to hold me liable for what I said, but I'd try to protect my dog. And, and you know, there's so many off-leash dogs that don't mind. And the people, oh, my dog's perfect, except when they see another dog. And it's like, then why do you have it off-leash when you're out walking around? Because you might see another dog. There's a better chance you will than you won't. And then their dog gets in trouble for running over to a dog. And there's so many of these dogs that run over, they just want to be friends and have a buddy. They didn't run over to attack your dog, but your dog doesn't know that. So, And that's what traumatizes some dogs. I mean... But me, I recommend that you really get that dog with some cool dogs. So, Brett, what do you got? Gail said, laugh out loud. And then Valerie said, guess my answer is to bitch slap. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I don't recommend that, but you can. Valerie Clinic was really fun Sunday. Me and Bianca's talked about it, Mariah today, and we've had some really good dogs. We had them there Sunday, and it was a lot of fun. I think I helped control myself well. Huh, Mariah? Yeah. Hi. I, I got a brownie pointer button or whatever. This ain't got delivered yet, I don't think. But Hugh said walking outside dog parks is good practice as at least the crazy dogs are on a leash and if too much, we walk away before the problem starts. Yeah. And that's the same thing. So many people take a problem leash aggressive dog and walk them by a dog park so their dog will be good, but their dog loses their mind because they want to get in the dog park and either fight a dog or be a dog and have fun with dogs, you know. So I don't think that that's a good place at all for someone to take a least aggressive dog unless you're trained on a least aggressive dog and you can keep that dog on a loose leash and keep it out of trouble, then you can go there. But other than that, I'd stay away. So do you have anything, Rochelle, you want to add? I know you do. I see it smoking right there in your ears. <laughs> Bianca, you? No. Golly, nobody wants to say nothing. I Mariah wants to say a lot, but she can't while we're on the internet. Brett, <laughs> 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 you got anything? No, not right now. <clears throat> so for me, I think people getting out of their comfort zones. 
sometimes makes them stronger when they're back in their comfort zones. And I think it makes your comfort zone bigger, you know. And Bianca's really finding this out with the cow dog training world. That it's a lot different, huh? Mm-hmm. And I laughed the other day because me and her were talking and she's like, oh crap, I got to watch my dog, got to watch the goat, got to watch where it's going, I got to watch where it's been, I got to see where it's at. And then you try to control it all at the same time. And so it is. For me, it's fun because I think it's huge for you when you're done. Well, yeah, I told Brett the other night, I don't know how I could train a lab now because so, it would be so boring. It is. And that's why I like to train the on-rear dog yeah. sometimes. And it is. It's just a lot to train any kind of dogs like this, I think, you know. But me, I've been thinking about trying to get Mario or Roxy to, uh, to track and find people, you know, just mm-hmm. for a hobby, fun thing. But... I haven't figured out how to get the time to do it, but even that stuff's fun. I taught dogs to, I remember me and Jody was actually out catching cows for a while at one time, and I had Tyson with me, and was riding down these old roads looking for this steer that was loose, and we knew about where he was, and <clears throat> my dog kept going up this bank to this one particular spot, and I kept calling him off because I knew the steer wasn't there, you know, there's no way he was there, and we rode for miles back and forth up and down trails and roads, and Finally, we was going back where the first time my dog went up to that spot and had been up there two or three times, and he went up there again. And Jody's like, there's that steer right there. And the steer was literally hid behind a tree, and you could just see his horn tips sticking out of the sides of the tree because the tree was too little. And I'm like, holy shit, my dog told me that an hour and a half ago. And I didn't, I doubted my dog instead of going up there to see. And so when you teach these dogs like this to hunt and track and stuff, I mean, it's it's a lot of work to train all that in them, but once you do, it's a confidence thing again, you know. I mean, I've found cattle where I couldn't even believe they were because my dogs showed me where they were, but it's the fun thing is for me with my dogs, when I call them off, they still have to come, whether they agree or not. And like you were just talking about training a lab to set or stay or mm-hmm. something, but you see how hard it is to get your dog to lay and stay but can you imagine whenever you get to that point where you can at a hundred yards and your dog lays down and you're like, holy crap, then you can move her two inches at a time. And I mean, I'm confident you'll get there. You've came so far with your dog, but you're in the point, in the spot right now where you're looking at the end of the big picture and you just barely got enough paint to start the picture. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to see. And for me, and I mean, Mariah knows too, and even Brett, how cool your dog is, because you can ride across the farm with your dog on a four-wheeler, and it don't run away. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's huge. And I know a lot of people have got dogs five years old, and they can't do that shit. And But you just want more and more and more and more. And I think uh, the bottom line is, is you've just got to keep doing what you're doing. You'll get there. Mm-hmm. The guy told me one time, he said, man, you just keep on. One day you'll walk out there and be like, holy crap, my dog got it last night. <laughs> he didn't get it last night. He's got it from all the time that you yeah. put the time and effort into it and it finally sunk in and you yeah. got it figured out. And yeah. So it's really hard to watch sometimes uh, your dog make a mistake and you totally understand what the mistake is. And you know why he made it, and you really know how to fix it, and you're doing what you think fixes it, and it don't fix it. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it's some of that, and it's also, like, getting my dog to run next to the... Like she pretty much heals next to the yes. four-wheeler. That's so easy, though. Yeah. But 
the steps that are hard for me are not easy and I can't figure them out with But those it. steps weren't easy when you started. Do you remember know, how hard know, that was? But, but it just took time and consistency. What you were saying I want yeah. more. And well, and you get more every day. I, I see you get more every day. Yeah. It's like me. I taught Chick to stand and sit down. Right. And then today I almost got pissy because she wasn't down. I'm like, oh, I didn't teach her to down. You taught her that. Yeah, I taught her to stand. stand. And then you yeah. said, well, she won't stand if you walk towards the gate. I was just mad. <laughs> <laughs> but she stood everywhere I walked. She didn't even move. I yeah, mean, she, she acted did. like her feet was glued to the yeah. floor. Yeah. And But it's the small things like that is really, uh, I think you're just, you are got the cart before the horse or whatever you call that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're already seeing the results from the end and mm -hmm. you're not, uh, I don't think you're enjoying the, uh, and a lot of people don't. I tell people that today. You're not enjoying the great things you've already done right. because you're too busy about worrying about the things you haven't accomplished yet. Right. Yeah. And I think that's it with anybody. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It, what are you doing even in life, you know? <clears throat> you got to start somewhere, but when you get stuck on the end and you're not there yet, it gets frustrating and very stressful, and it takes a lot of fun out of the training. <clears throat> so, Brett, you got anything? Yeah, he said, thanks to Marvin, Boo is able to pass those crazy dogs and not react and do it without a correction. That is so nice. And it is, except for goats. Boo has a little trouble with goats. Yeah, but we'll be able to fix that. I know, that's pretty fun. I was glad to see Boo do something wrong. It's like, shit, he's getting pretty boring around here. <laughs> and then he still really behaved. He I didn't did, get to yeah. see it all. I yeah, just heard he the commotion. Yeah, he really lose his mind. Yeah, I just heard a little commotion, and then I looked over, and Boo was being good. So it couldn't have been a whole lot to it. But it is It's really stressful to try to get to the point <sighs> where you want to be. And you've had your dog, what, a month now? Longer than that, Longer I think. Longer than two or three months. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you've already got a really good down on her. You've got a really good recall on her. She heals by a four-wheeler. Uh, she's good with dogs. She behaves in a crate. She's even kind of doing good with walking behind me, and I just started that last week. So if you add up all the good things, I mean, there's a pretty good list. So I just think you don't shouldn't beat yourself up, even though we pick on you a little bit, but yeah. I don't think you should lose sleep. So, Brett, you got anything? Rodney says, I'll call tomorrow. I'll give you my details. Good deal. Uh, Valerie said, you two are insane. Training honorary dogs is fun. <laughs> we're what? Uh, she thinks we're crazy because we like training the honorary dogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carrie Simmons says, so can anyone get a cool sweatshirt like Bianca's wearing? For sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, Mariah is like... Don't like the real ornery dogs. Not always. Yeah. Some of them. She yeah. likes the well. She don't like the mitt, but she likes the doodle training too. But <laughs> yeah. She, shh, don't say that around Valerie. Valerie gave me the hard one. Oh, you can't say they're easy. It's not nice. <laughs> Valerie did give her the hard one, yeah. and that was even pretty easy. <laughs> but it's it's fun for me to see. I mean, we got a great staff, everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, oh. I don't know why I gave this to you first. Because <laughs> I'm special. And did I make this, this is like one of my favorite cakes right here. This makes I did, me feel I did not make it. I don't have an unfavorable. I did not, I did not make it. <laughs> I do, I guess. Uh, what's it call it? 
I just talked it. about it the other day, poison berry or something. I did a little like small poison berry. Yeah, I don't think like I would like that either. Yeah, there's all right. kinds of weird yeah. ones. Yeah. Cherry pies, I love. You got a question for Rob? Rob Maher, Mahar? Oh. Oh, awesome. Who said uh, Rolo's owner? We've been missing you. Teresa would like to know how do you get your dog from stop barking when he's getting leash put on him? Don't make a game out of it. Use it for training. Just having to set, stay, behave. Take your time. Don't do it when you're headed out the door Take and don't have time. Yeah. I feel like I shouldn't even be saying that, but that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca's really good at preaching. Sometimes not as good as doing it, but. With my dog. Oh, yeah, client dogs. Yeah. Client dogs. Rob says, I need to get a hold of you for Rolo to come back for a few days. Yeah, sure. get a hold of us. We just talked about them yesterday. Mm -hmm. Is Rolo that big doodle dog? No, Silver Lab. No, Lab. Oh, okay. I remember a Rolo dog. Yeah, I don't know what they done with Rolo. Oh, that was the trouble. Brussels Griffon. The phone number in the chat so I uh, can contact us. I'm sure he already knows, but just in case. <clears throat> but we're all caught up right now. We're caught up? Yep. I just think I made really good. The cake you made? Yeah. <laughs> so, Rochelle, do you have anything to add since you just took about ice cake? Does anybody want else want more ice cream with their cake? Mm -mm. You know, thank you, Jody. What's so fun is when I met Rochelle, I think she didn't even know she had a dog problem. Like, she knew she needed a little bit of help, but she didn't know she had a problem. <clears throat> was I here? And then she thought it was really hard, and she got, like, frustrated that she couldn't figure it out, but she was going to keep trying to figure it out. And then she borrowed her friend's dog the other day and got it walking nice on a leash, and she told her friend, it's easy, I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> <laughs> You said, well, I completely forgot about Boo losing his little mind at the far end of the goat area. So now I can say he's great, except. <laughs> Brian Love says, that's, well, that's not work, Jody's huh? famous coffee grill. <laughs> it's not, Brian. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> we just tested it. Made sure. That's the funniest story. Uh, Valerie says, talk about counter surfing. Counter surfing me or the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still go back to, <clears throat> and me and Valerie, I don't know. I think some dogs have too much free time in the house. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> not enough time in the crate or outdoors in the kennel. Just too much time and too much privilege without really understanding where they're supposed to be, what they're not supposed to get into, and then they get in trouble. You know, Jody's old dog, Trent, she never got in trouble in the house till she got really old, and there's still the place on the counter where she chewed up a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, right here. We never even, <laughs> I don't know, she was old, right and she never got in trouble because she was in the house for like 12, 14 years without getting in trouble, and she never was in a kennel in the house, and Jody would be gone 10 hours to work sometimes, and she well, never got in trouble. Day and be yeah. Ten and a half, eleven hours. hours, whatever. But her dog never got in trouble, and I mean that's exceptional because mm -hmm. 
but her dog was trained. It was out in the kennel a lot whenever it was when we got it younger, it was a year or two years old when I got it. And people don't do that. <clears throat> they go get these little puppies, and they're like, "Oh, they're just gonna be great in the house." And they turn them loose. They have no rules. They have no leadership because people's at work, and they start getting in trouble. And so I think that a dog who's counter surfing, for one thing, you can always evict them from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You can make that off boundaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could draw your line and teach them to not tr- cross that line. Mm-hmm. And you can crate them a little bit more. I, I mean, you could have them on a leash. Yeah, people let them stare at them while they're eating dinner. I think that they shouldn't be allowed to stare at you while you're eating dinner. I don't think they should be in the kitchen if you're training on a dog. And we're not talking about trained dogs, we're talking about training, training dogs. dogs. And so there's so many of those things that we let these dogs do. And then we leave a T-bone steak hanging over the edge of the counter or grease dripping off a plate and mm-hmm. we don't can't figure out why our dog's getting on the counter. I mean And that's why Trent got to this is because there were red something sitting there, yeah. Up there when she got old. So I think that people don't set their dogs up to win all the time. Jody Bryan said, I hope that's not Jody's famous coffee cake with real coffee grounds. <laughs> tell him no. <laughs> not this time. No. Tell him I'll make it next week. Who's <laughs> gone? <laughs> you don't want to tell that story. You guys, one of these days I'll have to find the video of Trent and you guys will have to post it on your Facebook page. Yeah. I have one of her waking up and she's just like... Um, um, <laughs> Alright, we're caught up. So, Mariah? Yes? Since you're done eating cake and getting ready to run off, uh-huh. <laughs> what do you have to say? Jody made good cake. <laughs> <laughs> well, we said thank Jody for the gooey butter cake. Yeah, Valerie, I felt bad because I had to eat the last snack because you didn't take me home. <laughs> but I did it. I saved you, so. Well, actually, Bianca and Brett took part of it home. Mariah, how long have you worked here? Two years. Exactly? Last week was. Really? Uh-huh. That's a long time to put up with you. Are you still taking applications? Are you still hiring? You know, I don't know where we're at on it. No, I think we hired two people yesterday and today. Yeah, because we maybe, maybe would hire one more part-time person. Maybe. Yeah, so we're still trying to figure out the schedule for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because we don't really need a full-time person right now. I mean, we've got Irene, who's pretty much works two full days and two partial days. And mm-hmm. So we got, like I said, a couple of people that's going to start working part-time next week or two. <clears throat> right. We just kind of got figured out. Do you have somebody on there wanting a job, Brett? No, no. Hmm. I'm just thinking conversation topic. I figured he was wanting to come train some dogs or something. Maybe. Or Valerie. Valerie said, tell Mariah I have puppies coming. I'll see if I can get her a bigger challenge. (laughs) (laughs) I hear Mariah calling in sick. (laughs) I think we're about doodled out of puppies for a while. I know. I told her we were going to take a a hiatus from puppies. I've been doodled out since the day we got the first doodle puppy. 
No. The first doodle puppy was your doing. Huh? The first doodle puppy was yours. And it didn't live here. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. <laughs> a lot. But when it was a puppy in Barky, remember I went like two weeks? Oh, shit, yeah. And you took it home at night. Uh-huh. Where you was it at all day? <laughs> you went two weeks or I went two weeks? <laughs> Where was I slept out in the living room on the couch because I was crazy. Anyway, yeah, if I never had another doodle puppy, it'd be all right with me. <laughs> Nothing personal, Valerie. And I even commented today about how cool the pups that you have. Uh, I mean, and I don't know. If I wanted a doodle pup, I would not go shopping. I would just call Valerie and say, this is what I want. This is what color and size and yada, yada, yada. Because it's fun to, for me. Yeah, when I retire and have time for a lap dog, I'm going to have one. Really? (laughs) You know what I'm going to do when I retire and want a lap dog? What? Make a guess. Correct. <laughs> exactly. I will be going to Walmart. See, Mariah. If you were going to have a lap dog, what breed would it be? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I could, you'll never. Like, Any let's say dog. you let's get amnesia. And well, if I ever get it, hopefully somebody dog. knocks me in the head. <laughs> if you when were I wake up and be like, Jody, dog. I want a lap dog, she's going to be like, well, do you want to go to Walmart or Kmart? <laughs> If you were going to go get a lap dog, what would you get? I don't even know. Never. I got a lap dog one time, a Jack Russell, and that lasted for about a week. That's not a lap dog. Yeah, that's not no, a lap dog. No, he couldn't even catch it to get it in your lap. It was like <laughs> walls and counters and sinks and window cells and over the couch shit. I don't know. I, I just really had to think about that. Valerie says, my husband says, uh, we could bring you a Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> I have a microwave. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, Euphemia says volunteering your part-time. I wouldn't turn it on. possibility in the future. A what? <laughs> volunteering your part-time might be a possibility in the future. Mm-hmm. Valerie no. said that? No. You. Oh. <laughs> Like, you, I have like six or eight women who work here, so I don't know if you're thick-skinned enough to handle it. I barely can. Some days we I put up with leave. Marvin, so that's not hard. <laughs> so, Rochelle, what have you really learned about your dog training skills from your dog lessons? It's been a really long time since I've done lessons. Well, what do you still do that you learn? Mariah, you leaving us? Thought I see you sneaking up. Yeah. Dessert's gone. Mariah's gone. Mariah's gone. gone. (laughs) So, Um, what do you think? I heard you worked on a leash dog. Yeah, I helped my friend with her doodle. And was it hard? No, because I knew what I was doing. Huh? No. And why was it not hard? Because I used all the things I learned with Shelby. That's what I thought I was asking. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> so, but I think sometimes it is that way for some people. But some people try hard and hard and hard and they don't get it and they're really aggravated no, because they could fly a plane and that shit. That was her. But they can't teach a dog to walk on a leash. Yeah, that was me. 
And I'd done that, what, today, I think, in the barn. I didn't even make it five feet, and the dog was, like, right by my leg, Ben Hay, mm-hmm. when it was dragging the lady in the barn, all the way through the barn. And I finally said, man, would you like me to take your dog? She's like, please do. And within five feet, it was walking by my leg on loose leash. Yeah. And <clears throat> people, some people get really pissy. And they're like, it's just not right. Yeah, people get mad that you don't let them pet them. There's like one lady in my apartment complex who hates me now because I won't let her pet Shelby. Just tell her to take a deep breath and I might let you pet. No, I just don't look at her. <laughs> Sometimes people are just not very nice for sure. <laughs> so Brett, you got anything? He says, I can see it now, Marvin with the Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely not be it. Nar Chihuahua, Nar Pomeranian. <laughs> Pug, if I had to have one and you paid me enough money, I might consider it, but I doubt it, because they're just noisy little bastards. They snore and snort and snot. And a Boston? Same difference. Yeah, they're less snorty. Have you ever pugs. met... Have you ever returned a pug? Have you, you ever met Gus and Bailey? Oh, right, done. Yeah. Well, they're Bostons. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brett, got anything? Nope. So anybody who knows, don't know, we have TikTok, and we have a video on there that's got, what, 700-some thousand views. views? That's pretty cool for us. I mean, our f- biggest one was, what, 100,000 or something? It went up to, like, 150 or 60,000, I think. <coughs> so we excited about that, so this one's pretty cool. Yeah. So this is a doodle, too. There's nothing wrong with doodles. There's not. But we do have TikTok, Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Podcaster on Spotify. And, and, then Apple, we got, and Apple. And Apple, I guess, yeah. whatever that is. And then Podcasts. we have Instagram. <laughs> and we have YouTube. You use every day. <laughs> and we have, yeah, not by choice. Uh, we have uh, Yeah, we forced website. him into an iPhone. Yeah. Jessica Alvarez says, I remember thinking you were Houdini when you got Tobin sitting nicely next to Roxy after about 20 minutes. At the time, that was a miracle in our eyes. (laughs) That was lucky. I'm still like, glad that worked. But it is fun sometimes. It's always fun for me to make a dog or teach a dog to be better. Because the dogs, I don't think they're born just wanting to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. We create that by repetition of bad things. But I was saying a while ago, we do have uh, Instagram and TikTok and Spotify and Facebook and YouTube. And we do sell products here, too. People don't know. Sweatshirts, even hats and hoodies and stocking caps and ball caps and uh, new vet vitamins. And we now we have probiotics we sell. We've got leashes, dog collars. You've even got some dogs, too. Got shelter dogs. I think we got uh, Rio, I think, has got a home if they got the paper sign. And that dog's nine years old from uh, not Jody's dog, Rio, but it was shelter dog, Rio, that's like nine years old. And he's been at the shelter and homeward bound for like a year. And so I think he goes home Monday. Nice. Hello? Yeah, Monday, I think. Yeah, I can't even hear but yeah, he goes to the new home. Training dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got a couple dogs from Newburgh 
shelter. Uh, Rain, I think maybe she got a home. She has a visitor on Saturday, yeah. Well, she's got like two or three people wanting to come look at her now. Yeah. So, And she's pretty cool. I mean, she just needs an active family. She don't need to be a couch potato or a lap dog. And then we've got uh, Luca. Luca's going into a foster home. Bianca don't think she'll ever he'll ever come back. Yeah. But so uh, now we got another Newberg shelter dog coming up tomorrow. I think he's a big husky mix. He's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who is well, it? No, Little Mac first. Little Mac. Then yeah. Guapo. Yeah. So Brent, we got anything else? Nope. So. <clears throat> but we are taking the shelter dog in from Newburgh and from Homeward Bound. And somebody else contacted us about wanting us to help with a dog or something. Two people, I think, from shelters here recently. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, for me, I think that a lot of times people get shelter dogs. A lot of the problem arises from thinking that your dog was mistreated one time. They slept outside below 60 degrees or they missed a meal one time or... And people just escalate with that problem, and it really becomes a problem for that dog. So, uh, Brett, you got anything you want to add? I don't think so. Really? Man. I think a lot of our people don't actually follow our podcast. We have a lot of people that follow us on social media, but nobody really follows our podcast. So if you're not following us, go follow us. Yeah, if you're not following us on podcasts, go follow us. I think that's what I said. Do you know, I mean, for me, a little bit older than you three, but... Back in the day, when you was on a road trip, if you wanted to listen to something, you had to buy audio books. Yeah. Which I have an audio book, too, of my dog. One of the books I wrote. Oh, yeah, we have books, too, for sale that I wrote, too, um, about catching cows, short stories. Have you read my books for sure? I think one of them is an audio version on your website. One of them does have an audio book made out of it. Uh, but they're fun. They're just short stories about me catching cows and... My wife getting ran over by a calf one time. She blames me for it, and it was not my fault. Uh, getting bucked up horses, running cows over car vets in the houses, stuff like that. Uh, but I've been wanting to write a book on training dogs, but I don't even know where I'd start. Bianca's got it all in her head, but we haven't got it out of her head yet. No, my book, in my book. It's just a lot. Because for me, even with teaching and getting a dog to walk by your leg, and not all dogs, because I'm sure there's dogs out there way harder than I've trained on. But normally within 30 feet, I can get a dog to pretty reasonably walk by my leg, as long as he ain't trying to eat me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, it doesn't work that way. I mean, I don't know that I've ever handed somebody a leash and said, here, you show me, you do this. That's done it. I mean, but I think one thing is is confidence and the dog that you're handling and in yourself to be able to do it. And there's a lot of difference between cocky and confidence. Cocky will get you bit a lot more than confidence will. So, uh, but as I was saying a while ago, back in the day when you had to buy audio books, now you can go to Spotify or Apple or whatever it is, right, and listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool because you don't have to go to the truck stop at every other truck stop and Buy you another audio book for nineteen ninety five and put it in the CD player and take off again. You can just do it on. I don't know how to do it on phone, sure, but I know how to find mine. And before I leave on vacation, Bianca will have me all lined out, and <clears throat> I know how to use my new stereo in my motorhome, and I'll be able to listen to 
Drive Jody crazy. I'm <laughs> right, guys, and Dad. Uh, Bowie says Marvin's going to end up with a doodle in his lap. Mark, <laughs> <laughs> if I do, it's just because somebody's paying me a lot of money to get a video. <laughs> I have a lot of pictures of doodles in your lap. Yeah, for money. No? No. No. Anyway. It's like, there's like four seconds where you're holding the doodle puppy, and I'm like, hurry, take a picture. And then one day I'm going to make a reel of like you and 50 doodles. <laughs> Good luck with that reel. So, Brett. Yeah. I think we should bail off here. And Rochelle and Bianca and what's her name? Get dogs let out. And, oh, is that right? <laughs> I know you want to help Rochelle. Well, I can't let. Rochelle and Gail closed. That probably not be good. <laughs> Do we have any more questions? Nope. So everybody remember we're doing a clinic Sunday in Washington. Where where are we doing it at? Toledo, Washington. <coughs> where? Toledo. Toledo? Toledo. 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 Yeah. That place in Washington. So if you want to do it, it's right by uh what you call it? Battleground? Vancouver. Huh? Vancouver. Yeah, well, north right of Vancouver, Vancouver, ten, twelve yeah. miles or so. So it's not very Toledo, far Washington. That. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. Yeah. Call us. We'll give you directions. <laughs> not really because I don't know where it's at. But <laughs> I think it's just right off I-5 in Washington. Uh, but if you have any questions for next week, you can always send them in and we'll answer them next week if you're not here. And check us out on podcast and YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Thanks a lot. Everybody have a good evening. Don't talk bad yet. Wait till they're done. So, Rochelle, mm-hmm. our conversation earlier that we yes. got sidelined. I don't know how mm-hmm. Bianca done that. But. So, what do you think of the year for sponsoring you? Because I'd like to have. It depends on like what you want me to do because we can go anywhere from seven fifty up. To from what? Seven hundred and fifty dollars up. So, what I'd like to have is a sticker on the sides of your van and on the back. Okay. That way, people can see you when you pass them on either side, mm-hmm. and when they're following you. I'm assuming you probably drive fast, so you're probably getting people following you. So the back door's locked. One time we forgot to lock it. Huh? One time we forgot to lock it. Oh, no. What? <laughs> One time she forgot to lock the back door. Oh, that's not good. <laughs>